We are live on the air, y'all. About to hit this music in a second. I hope y'all ready. Sound like a, a it sounds like the beginning of an R and B song that's about to go down. No, I actually was thinking of porno. Is that what you think of? Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's not good. <laughs> if that's the first thing that came to your mind, that's not good. Oh, it is. <laughs> oh Lord, bless him. I tell you what, it's been an interesting day so far since the last day we were on. Oh, you oh, okay, there we go. I don't know why this thing treating me early. There we go. We good now. Let's play. Yeah, music. I don't see you. I'm in here somewhere. I'm I'm about to play some music. We're gonna get this party started. Bam. What's going on with my machine here? There we go. I gotta give you, Jerry said he called it about the Redskins. I'll give you that much, Jerry. Let's talk about the Redskins, not I, I call it. This is it. This is for all the chips. Once the Gentlemen and welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to episode 136 here of the Legacy Maker Sports Podcast here on WBLZsports.com and, of course, Facebook Live. Um, Jerry, don't do me like this. Jerry going to make me cry early. Jerry said, this is the best sports show out. Now I'm about to tear up. It's too early for this. It's, we just don't have time for that. But anyway, want to thank everybody. Much love, Jerry. Appreciate you, brother. The Legacy Maker Sports Show here on WBLZsports.com and Facebook Live. Of course, I'm your man, Darrell Owens. But of course, with me is always my partner in crime, the man, myth, and legend himself, Mr. Jeremiah Quimby. What is up, sir? What's up, brother? Snudding. We up in the streets, baby. <laughs> we up in the oh, streets. Oh, God. I'm I just, missed you last night. I know, man. It was uh, had a lot of things going on last oh. night. You know, Cole, hey, shut up. <laughs> let's go, Yankees. He's already screaming at him. Yeah, we had uh, you know, didn't have a show last night. Sorry, y'all. It's been really busy lately. Uh, you know, so you wonder why we're not on five days a week. We've been running back and forth doing that. You know, I got high school games that I do on Thursdays and Fridays. I announce. And then, uh, you know, you know, last night I had something with the daughter. It's just been busy, man. Like all over the place. So many great things going on, but. Definitely glad to have you guys with us today. First, let me go ahead and give love to our supporters. Hashtag sponsors. Uh, we got uh, Born Legend Entertainment. Uh, Frenemy 2. Last Days came out on uh, Monday. Great episode. Got to see it. Very interesting. Can't wait to see what happens on episode 2 next week. Make sure y'all check that bad boy out. You can catch it on YouTube for those who are out of state. But if you're in our area, Comcast 95 and Verizon 36. Our girl, Mary Ashby, with Paparazzi Accessories by Mary. She's got a lot of good things going on right now for Breast Cancer Awareness Month. Some good jewelry. Make sure you check it out. 
Of course, EverReady Service Experts, plumbing, cooling, heating. If you need to get all your stuff straight before the wintertime hit, hit up EverReady Service Experts. And of course, making lip gloss fun again with our girl, Becca Cottingham. Becca, what is up? Becca! Becca! So you gotta, you gotta wait for Jay's Becca, because that's important. This show, like the other day, I forgot to introduce Jay, and I said Becca's name. There was no Becca, and I got worried. I was like, oh my God, Jay's gone. We can't have that. We gotta have Jay. Becca, a very important element. All right, we got a lot to get into, y'all. We already have some questions on the board here. So let's um let's go ahead and get into it. Uh Chris says cousins and cousins, talking about Kurt, is auditioning for his new team this week, folks. And fancy thing about that, the Legacy Maker uh Sports Network, part of this uh dream here. We will be there. We will be there covering the game. So we'll get a chance to ask Kurt those possible tough questions about that team. You know, it's going to be a very interesting um, uh, weekend for that. Uh, also, Jerry, once again, thanks for the love. And then DeAndre Smith said, I wonder how everyone would feel if this, uh, he's a parenthesis, black national anthem was played before and after the national anthem. Would the president and others still be calling for players to stand then? That is a very interesting question, sir. That is a very interesting question. I will say this. I, I don't know if the if the outrage would be the same. You know what I'm saying? I really don't know if it, the outrage would be the same. And I don't know if, if we would still get the same vision on that, to be honest with you. Let's, to truthfully be honest with you, I just don't think it would be. That's just in my opinion. But, Jay, I don't know how you feel about that. Uh, I'm going to just hold my opinion to myself because I want to talk sports. All right. I'm not mad at you on that one. Now, my man Chris um, William Wynn says, America's best team, first home game last night, the 3-0 and Las Vegas Golden Knights, baby. Hashtag Vegas strong. I got to give credit to this Vegas team. First of all, I like their jerseys. I think their jerseys give you a very nightish feel. I mean, they are the Golden Knights. But I saw their um, highlights from their game last night. They won 5-2 over the Arizona Coyotes. And I'm going to tell you what. This team is this three and zero. This team is for real, and you know they had the big emotional ceremony last night. Uh, you know about the victims, and it was you know fifty eight seconds of silence, and you know they, you know one of the captains gave a really you know big time speech. And I'm gonna tell you what, this team looks legit. I mean, first year in the game, and they're like, we are here busting people aside the head, Jay. Well, yeah, but it's three games. It, it is. It's three let's games. Get, let's get halfway through the season, and then we can talk about it again. Then we can do talk I, about it again. <laughs> you know, really do, I think they're going to be as bad as the Leafs. No. Oh. But, <laughs> Stay, sorry, Steven. <laughs> he threw it in there real quick. All right, let's go ahead and get into some stuff. All right, we got a few things to talk about. Jay, I'm going to let you start. Which one do you want to go with? We got so many we can go with. We can go baseball. We can go Wiggins got the extension. We can go with the U.S. soccer team failing to make the World Cup. What is uh, this? Let's talk about that because I think it's time to fire the coach. They There was a not, 93% chance that the USA was supposed to win. 93%? And they didn't show up at all. Howard needs to be out of goal. They've got some changes. <laughs> Steven said you need to be careful, brother. Now, I will say this. I will say this. This is sad for me because I don't know how many of y'all look. I'm not a huge soccer fan per se. I think that if you want the vision of soccer and you want it the right way, watch hockey because hockey is going to give you everything soccer's got, but 95 times better. That's just my opinion. I'm sorry. I don't hate soccer, but I would take hockey any day over soccer. But I will say this about this. Last time around World Cup 2014, I was hyped. ESPN had you ready to go. 
I believe that we will win. I believe that. I mean, I was like, oh, I was looking for this for a ringtone. That's how big time it was for me. I'm like, I'm looking for this ringtone. And See, that's when nothing. America gets into it is when it's the World Cup or like, right. you know, the American Baseball Classic was big this year. Right. That was huge this year. I loved it. I love it. But see, that's the thing. So for us not to make it, this is the first time since I believe the year of your birth that we haven't made it. <laughs> I was about two. I was a solid two years old the last time that they uh, didn't make it. But I will say, I think it's a bad deal, man, because, you know, for soccer or, you know, food, football, for football, I, this is not helping the case in America. They they needed this World Cup, especially, you know, they, every year, the last few World Cups, they've made strides. I think it was one World Cup, they didn't win any games. But the last two or three, they've made strides of really people thinking like, yo, America's really finally, you know, making a thing. Yes, Rob, hockey over soccer all day long. You know I love you, Rob, but I'm sorry. I'm going hockey all day over soccer because that's, you got it. I mean, it's the same thing with speed and ice. And beatdowns. I'm sorry. I, I wish, I, I, you know, <laughs> I I agree with you, Darrell, because I I can't watch hockey or soccer on TV unless it's the World Cup. But I would rather watch hockey than soccer live. I gotta agree with my man Chris here. Chris Wynn says, "How do you lose to uh, losing soccer to an island with the population of the midsize of an American city? A midsize American city." A huge step back, in my opinion. Absolutely huge step back. This is horrible for the United States when it comes to soccer. Now, the women oh. the women are going to do their thing. That's all day. But this is horrible for the men. Oh, I was explaining it to my dad, and I was like, basically, we lost to a country that was about the size of Connecticut. Touche. Exactly. And they came out there, but, you know, give them credit. They went out there. They cared about going to the World Cup. But, see, here's my thing. If you're going to miss a World Cup, United States, USA team, why don't you miss... The tw- the twenty twenty two one that's gonna be in Qatar, the hottest place in the in, in the uh, entire world. It's like one hundred and twenty two degrees, which I'm still worried on for those soccer players when they do get to that. Uh, that that's gonna be interesting to see. You know, I don't know, uh, but hey, nevertheless, they've got to figure something out with that. It's a pretty bad deal, pretty bad deal, man, pretty bad. Deal. Mm, yeah, no big big cut. My man says, uh, Dylan says, I've got mad love for anybody that can sit and watch a whole hockey or soccer game. Well, Dylan, I will say this. I can kind of like soccer is really rough for me. But if I was live watching a a hockey game, it, it, it's a little bit harder on TV unless it's the playoffs. But if it's a live hockey game, I'm going to tell you right now, that jank is intense. I mean, whoo, it was it's all over the place. Oh, you know, Rob's, it's great. Huh? Oh, I said it's great. Oh, I got it's, a it's, to oh. see the I just went to the Black Washington and your Avalanche play. Yeah, I know. I went to the Washington Capitals, uh, you know, uh, press thing, and we got to see him practice. And I was getting cold chills. I don't know if it's because of cold in there or not, but I was getting cold chills just watching Pat practice. I was like, no, this is awesome. So one day I'm gonna get to a live game. That's that's my dream. Like I want to go to an NHL live game. You know, I mean, Renegades is a kid that stuff, but live, man. Rob says the Seattle. No, no. It was good. Yeah, the Seattle Rob says the Seattle versus Portland MLS rivalry is the best and intense. I'm a Portland Timbers fan. I you know, I like the way their crowd are in, you know, are into the games, so I got to give them love there. So, all right. Enough talk about hockey. Let's get into some baseball. Jay, oh man, Jay, it has been very interesting um, you know, so far in these major league uh, baseball playoffs. Your boys here at 8:30, we got like what my imaginary watch 
here at about 8.30. We got your boys taking on the Yankees, man. This is going to be a doozy of a game. Game five. Jay, what are you feeling right now? I, I mean, we talked a little bit earlier. I, but what are you feeling? I'm scared, to be honest. I, <laughs> I'm I, I threw this out to, you know, Russ and you. Uh-huh. You know, the Indians in um, deci- decision games, game five or game seven, mm-hmm. all time are one and six. So it's not in our favor right now. And our one win came against the Yankees in seven, the ALDS. So, I mean, CeCe's on the mound against Uber, so I guess we're leaving it all out there. Mm-hmm. But um, if Edwin can come in, because game three, we would have won if we would have had Edwin because we need his bat in the middle of the lineup. That plain and simple. You know, I love Michael Brantley's back, but he's about half the player he was right. two years ago. So um, it, it's do or die. If if we don't win, uh, I bet you the Yankees go on to play the Dodgers. I'll tell you what. I, ooh. Oh, that would be interesting. I know right now that it is, um, you know, it, it's going to be rocking in Cleveland tonight. I, I, I mean, I'm still, I'm still holding out hope. I'm like one of my World Series picks is already gone, son. Them Jenks is out the building. Whew. Diamondbacks got swept by the Dodgers, three nothing, and I'm, I was surprised. The Dodgers, you know, they let them beat up during the regular season, but the, the Dodger team that we didn't know for sure if they were going to do anything finally came through in the clutch. Uh, but right. You know, you look at this game tonight, I, I think your boys will pull through. I, I, I think that Cleveland will figure it out. They got Kluber on the mound tonight. If the Yankees find figure out a way on Kluber, then good no, God knows that it's, <laughs> it must have been meant to be. But, yeah, but Kluber started in game two, and I think he lasted three innings. He'll be fine this time around. I, I, and I, we, I were, we were down, what, eight to three mm-hmm. before we lit up the, you know, brought the offense back to actually win it. Well, that's and that's another thing. You guys have a very Rob. Cool, don't you talk here, blasphemy. CC gets redemption tonight. Judge gets two home runs. Oh, he's trying to. Oh, oh, that's rough. Oh, not the two home runs though. Oh, I, I'm a little bit worried for you, brother. That's not. Cool. Yeah, that's not you cool know what? If I was Corey Kluber and I saw that, I'd grill Mike J- or Judge every time he got up. Just put him on base. <laughs> Walk. All hell. All rise, as they say for the judge. All rise. But bye, brother. No, I ain't got time for that. Uh, right now, the Washington Nationals are up one nothing, top of the eighth, bases loaded. So it looks like they got an opportunity to unload here and maybe extend this lead and possibly send this back to Washington. Man, but the question now, is, can they exercise their demons? That's where it comes down to on that one. Right. Now, I heard a lot of tough people were calling out Steven Strasburg. Because, you know, he's sick, so he didn't want to take the mound. And for me, I, I think that's responsible. Right. You don't want to put your team in a situation where you could set up to lose. That's true. So, that's- you know, Coach, I'm not feeling well, and so don't put me in that spot. Hopefully I'm feeling better when we get to game five. And, I think and, it's a good call. Well, I mean, you know, he ended up going and making the leap. They're up by one. I mean, he's he pitched great so far to Blake the Cubs, but – He's gonna have. They're gonna what? have to figure something out. What, did Strasburg pitch? He did. Strasburg has. They said this is this is from ESPN. Strasburg has delivered so far for the Nationals, who pushed across a run against um, Addison Russell's error in a tight must-win game four. So he's he's wow. been in there. He's he's been in the mix, man. He's been battling it out. So I, I don't know. The last I heard, Tyler Renault was gonna pitch. And that was about three o'clock. So that I'm impressed. Then, oh yeah, Strasburg, 
Seven innings, three hits, 12 strikeouts, two walks. He's been fantastic. I mean, this is what you get, you know, from this guy. You know, I mean, it's going to be. Him calling all those people that were hating on him bitches. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so we got one. Uh, Chris says, who's going to be the Skins quarterback? I know we're going to get into the NFL later, but I definitely want to answer his question. He said, who's going to be the Skins quarterback next year, LOL? It won't be Captain Kirk. Jay, do you think Kirk? Cousins will be in Washington next year. No, I I don't think because I I I'm going to you know ultimately the 49ers. Mm-hmm. But um, as far as the Redskins quarterback, I mean, I'm I'm gonna probably say maybe Ryan Tannehill. Ryan Tannehill. I'll be honest with you. I think uh, next year is going to be very interesting when it comes down to it. I think if I'm the Redskins, you got to think of somebody who's going to be able to to continue the dynamic. But they've got everybody on one year deals. This this Redskins team could be in trouble starting next year. You got Terrell Pryor on a one year deal, uh, you know, and and then you have Kirk that's on this one year deal. I mean, it's going to be tough. I don't know. Norman's there for six billion years, but he's hurt right now. Isn't their backup Colt McCoy? Their backup is Colt McCoy. I, I don't know if Colt's going to be starting, but <laughs> I don't know if Colt be starting that. But yeah, their backup is Colt McCoy. If I had to give you a name, uh, oh boy, this is a tough one. I would tell you look out for. Hmm, I, I'll be honest with you. I think it'll be a rookie. If I, it'll be somebody because this this quarterback class is QB heavy. QB heavy. If they're lucky, and I know people are drooling over him, he's not having the greatest season. He's still my guy. That's Josh Allen from Wyoming. The kid, I saw a video today. People are comparing him to Cam Newton based off of his size. His well, he's got better arm strength than Cam Newton, but he's got the same mobility. So I'll be honest with you, if they get lucky, they cross their fingers, they get a Josh Allen. But hey, you uh, never know. Darrell, what's that? Dylan asked. Uh, you think Washington is keeping Cousins' numbers down this year on purpose to keep his free agent numbers down uh, as well? I, I'll tell you what, Dylan. I don't know if they're doing that per se. Uh, it's definitely not a smart move, and I don't think it's going to work because Cousins, people know he's the number automatically. He's the number one quarterback already in that free agent class. People are going to be gunning for him. People need a quarterback. San Francisco is going to be going from. I would not be surprised if you see Arizona as a team that comes and sneak in and try to get after them. You got to look. How about, at, how about Baltimore? You got to look at teams. Well, Baltimore could be an interesting one. Flacco has not been playing well, but I think that still has to do with Flacco being a little bit injured. You know, I think he's still got some injury, and I think that's that's kind of the problem there. But I would also tell you to watch out for a team like Miami, because like Jay said, Tannehill could be gone next year, uh, possibly. And then you got to look at the fact that you got a guy like uh, Cutler there now. Cutler's Cutler only signed his one year ten million dollar deal. He's just there for the money, you know. And I, I, well, and I think after this coaching thing, Adam Gates might be done in Miami also. Yeah, exactly, exactly. I mean, and I hope not because I think Gates is a really good coach. But I think it was a bad decision to say, "Hey, you know what? Let's go get Jake Cutler." <laughs> Let's oh, go get absolutely. They've been better talking Tony Romo out of this. Exactly. Now, Corey says, he says, uh, now this one I really like. This this one is a strong possibility. Corey Brown says, 
Bears trade Mike Glennon to the Redskins for draft picks. I would like that for Washington because I think Glennon with reliable receivers could be something special. You must know I, Corey, I have a thing for Glennon. I don't, I don't know if it's because he's a VA guy. I don't know. But I will say that he would be – I think he could be a nice pickup for Washington if Kirk Cousins do, does go elsewhere. Well, yeah, because, I mean, all they need to do is get a couple – Keep Pryor and get one more wide receiver. Oh, and, shoot. you know, I like Lennon. I think he'd have been fine if we'd have kept him as our starter. But, I mean, ultimately we got Winston, so I'm happy with that too. Jay, somebody just hit a grand slam. I I don't know who it is, but I know I looked at the score. It was one nothing. Now it's 5 nothing. The bases were loaded. Somebody, somebody went yard in the Chicago game, y'all. We're going to give you the update here real quick. Somebody went yard in this game. Uh, it had to be. Oh, man, hold up. I'm sliding. I want to make sure I give you uh, Taylor Homer to right, Murphy, Randor, and Weeders scored. Who was it, Taylor? Taylor, yeah. Yeah. Wow, that's crazy. Taylor, Grand Slam, 5 nothing Nets. Wow. And Taylor, it, he's a rookie, isn't he? I think, I think he is a rookie. Man, that's big time right there. Oh, my goodness. That should, that should do it, but hey. I've seen this Cub magic before. Jay, I'm not, I'm not trying to make you feel bad, but we've seen it before. Well, let's wait to see if they'll be able to do anything on that note, and maybe we'll get a game five uh, in Washington, which, oh, man, that would be great to go to, wouldn't it, Jay? Oh, God, oh I know. I know, I know. So, yeah, right now, Washington Nationals up five to nothing over the Cubs. Let's see. Now, it's, now and, and Chris says, uh, speaking of D.C., what's that, Jay? Baseball. We're quick. We're singing baseball. John Farrell getting fired. Yes, this is a huge thing right here for the Boston Red Sox. You know, me and Jay were talking a little bit earlier who we thought would take over for John Farrell. This is going to be interesting. I'm going to let Jay give you his, and I'm going to give you mine. Now, you know, the guy just won a World Series, what, three years ago? Three and a half years ago, he won a World Series? And he got him to the playoffs in three of the years. Right. So I don't know why they got rid of him, but, you know, Dave Bronkowski – hired Brad Osmus when mm-hmm. he was in Detroit and Osmus got fired. So right. I could see them bringing in Brad Osmus mm-hmm. um, because they have talent. They should have made it to the next round. You know, the Astros are a good team and they're hot at the right time, <laughs> but the amount of money they have in pitching, they should have took it a little farther. But <laughs> once you tell them yours, I like your pick too. So. Well, I'm, I'm going to tell you what I went with my pick. Now my pick for this, and I know it's a little bit of a Homer, but you know, Major League Baseball, they love to give catchers manager jobs. You know, they, they manage the game all day. You know, they the pitch count, all that stuff. They do all that stuff. So managers usually get the job. Do not be surprised, ladies and gentlemen, if Jason Veritek is the next manager, the next manager of the Boston Red Sox. Veritek, you know, when Seattle was looking for their manager a few years ago, he did get an interview with Seattle. I think he's interviewed a few times. Don't be surprised if you see Jason Veritek, the next manager of the Boston Red Sox. Kind of like a Joe Girardi type deal, but you're getting that same thing in um, Boston. Corey asks, does Joe Girardi get fired next? Something that me and Jay also talked about earlier. But Jay, uh, what about Joe Girardi? Do you think Joe Girardi makes it out of this season as the manager in uh, New York? If he wins tonight, he'll continue to be the manager. If they lose tonight, mm-hmm. I think he's gone. I mean, because they, they really do, you know, I was talking to Rob about this earlier. Mm-hmm. For once, I really like what a team the Yankees have done. They built the team from inside, either through trades right. or through the draft. They just didn't take and throw money at every problem they had. They didn't. They didn't. 
So I really like this team, and I just think Girardi is that last piece that's held over from, you know, Steinbrenner Sr. being there. Steinbrenner Sr. Uh, but you know what? You make a good point there. And it's, it's going to be something that I, I feel like personally that he – I think he'll be gone as well. I mean, 2009 was the last time that they won the World Series, if I'm not mistaken. That was eight years ago. Can you believe that he's been the manager on that team for eight years? I mean, it doesn't seem you know, like it. That's a long time for them to go. Yeah, yeah. And so, I don't know. But see, that brings up another question. If he's gone, ooh, I like that one, Rob. If he's gone... Who goes to the Who goes to the Yankees as the next head coach or the next um the manager in um in New York? Um, tough one, isn't it? I know. Bernie Williams. Bernie Williams. I I can't be mad at that. I like Bernie. Bernie Bernie's big time people. You know who I like to see? Don Mattingly. I don't know if the I know that he's you know had his struggles, but. He's a Yankee. You know, they like you know how they like to take care of Yankees. I like to see Don Mattingly become the um coach. I know he's had his struggles, you know, down in Miami, but I just think that's because of poor management. They they've got poor management up there. Rob says he thinks that uh don't sleep on Ron Washington going to Boston. Hey, and you know, if Ron Washington got his demons behind him, that'd be great. I think he's an amazing coach. Oh my god. I I, I felt so bad for him those two years they went to um back to back World Series and they couldn't win one. And I'm not a Texas Rangers fan by far, but I was definitely rooting for Ron Washington. I liked him as a coach. It seemed like the players liked him. Uh, so I just think that they just got the raw end of the deal. Kind of a Dusty Baker dream going on there. Come on, Dusty. Well, <laughs> but if you look what he did with with the players he had, he had Ooh. a bunch of players that, you know, uh-huh. people had really cast off or didn't want, and he turned them into winners, you know? I know. I, I mean, and, and that's what made him so amazing. Uh, Corey's got an interesting one here. He says, what happened if Joe Girardi would go coach the Red Sox and John Farrell the Yankees? How interesting would that be? <laughs> that could be uh, a I, uh, That would be kind of, I mean, it would, interesting. It would be traitorous. Just, <laughs> uh, it sounds like something that sells newspapers, don't it? It does sound like something that sells newspapers. Well, like I said, it's been interesting so far. The Astros are already waiting in the AL. You got the Dodgers waiting in the NL. Uh, tonight we find out who joins Houston. Uh, Jay says, "Yeah, I'm, he's got a, he's a little nervous about his boys, but I think his boys do pull it off tonight. It's going to be a good one there, and we'll get you to some more baseball. Looks like uh, the Nationals are about to wrap that one up against the Cubs here in a little bit, but we'll see there as well. Now, man, it's already seven twenty-seven. Thank you guys for tuning in so far. We're going to go ahead and hit this commercial break, and when we get back, you know what time it is? It's Fantasy Wednesday, so we got to give you our fantasy picks. We're going to go ahead and give you some scores for some games." We're going to break all that out for you here in our last 30 minutes here on the Legacy Maker Sports Podcast here on WBLZSports.com and Facebook Live. So do not leave us. Don't go. With over 30 years of experience, the smart people call on Doug Peffer painting and pressure washing. Interior, exterior, commercial, or residential, Doug Peffer does it all. Is your house looking ugh? Then call on Doug. Doug Peffer painting and pressure washing. 404-966-3361. Mention WBLZ Sports and you'll receive a special We've Got Balls discount. That's Doug Peffer Painting and Pressure Washing, 404-966-3361. Hey ladies, are you looking to make your lips fun again? 
Well, let me introduce you to some revolutionary lipstick and gloss. It's long-lasting, gluten-free, lead-free, and not tested on animals. Plus, it gives your lips the level of greatness they deserve. How do you make this happen? Contact Becca Cottenham of Making Lip Gloss Fun Again with Becca. You can reach her on her Facebook page, Making Lip Gloss Fun Again with Becca, or call her at 804-363-3397 and check out all the great synergens, makeup, skin, and lip care products. So ladies, help us make lip gloss fun again. Trying to find a way to keep up with the latest styles on a budget? Paparazzi Accessories by Mary is the place for you. Paparazzi Accessories are always fabulous, always fashionable, and always $5. With new styles added daily, you can shop anytime and look like a million bucks without breaking the bank. So, come check out the beautiful accessories at www.paparazziaccessories.com slash Mary Ashby. Or you can email Mary at blameforyoubymary at gmail.com. People have a love-hate relationship with water. We love to swim in it, and we love to drink it. But we don't love when it shows up in places that it doesn't belong. When your water is where it's not supposed to be, from a leak to a flood, call the experts at EverReady Service Experts to tackle every plumbing problem with unbridled expertise and always a written 100% satisfaction guarantee. Right now, get a free plumbing service call with paid repair. Just call 866-EXPERTS or schedule an appointment online at EverReadyServiceExperts.com. Expert service guaranteed. Call 866 experts. See website for license details. Place is here in the towers now. Let's take it round for round. Let people gather round. Let's see who can win the crowd. The marbles involved. Football, baseball, or golf. Who's dominating the hoops? Who's talking false on the truth? Yeah. Come and show me your war face. I'll show you my war face. No more sponsors for your sake. You better show up in good shape. Oh man, it's coming, y'all. I promise you. Come in when it does. It's gonna be fire. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we're back here on the Legacy Maker Sports Podcast here on WBLZSports.com and, of course, on Facebook Live. Now, we're going to go ahead and get into our fantasy, you know, talk a little. We're going to give you some predictions for the NFL weekend. But before we get deep into that, something, two things I want to bring up NFL style. AP, Jay, is an Arizona Cardinal. What, I mean, does this do anything for Arizona? I mean... I want to say yes because, you know, I have this fondness for AP. Mm-hmm. Uh, but their line 
kind of suspect right now. Right. And even David Johnson was having problems at the beginning of the year running behind this line. So I don't. I, I think AP will give him a little shot in the arm, but I don't think he's going to be what they think he can do. You know, um, I'm hoping to see a little bit of that AP burst. Um, it would be interesting to see. I'm hoping that we'll I'm be- not this week. What happened? No, I know because you guys play him this week. I, I want to see him still have it. You know, he looked extremely disappointed in that Vikings game where he just didn't get the opportunity to show, you know, showcase himself. You can tell it in his eyes. And the question is, will he get that opportunity to showcase himself this time around? I think he will. They've already named him number one on the depth chart. You know, they didn't really have any greatness going on behind there anyway. So, or yeah. especially with David and Johnson. And they released Chris Johnson. Yeah, and I feel bad for Chris Johnson. Because Chris Johnson was the one that was like, yo, man, AP needs to be the man. And then they released him to get AP. Dang. Trying to be nice to a brother and get get punched in the chest <laughs> just because. I know, right? Oh, man, it's crazy. It's crazy. Now, uh, other thing, let me ask you this question, Jay. What was your what's your favorite touchdown celebration you've seen so far this season? Because you know they've been. Favorite they, touchdown. Yeah, because there have been some good ones so far. I really can't say because I, I mean I haven't seen any there where it's like oh god that's great because I mean you remember we grew up with To until they can top To there's nothing that's really I'm gonna I'm, impress me I'm you know? tell, now I told you now you know how I felt about the NBA on NBC one even though it was against my boys I thought that one was pretty cool saw a little you know the jump yeah. shot but the only thing that made that was NBC hooking it up at the end if it wasn't for that the, t- the celebration would be nothing but in the Vikings game the other night they scored the touchdown. And they played duck, duck, goose. <laughs> oh, like, it was so funny. They all sat in a circle. And then you see Kyle Rudolph, duck, duck, goose. And they started around like, really? So I, I love that the league has finally let the guys get back to having fun. That part of it is is great. I was like, man, this is too funny. Oh, duck, duck, goose the other night. And the Vikings did win that game 20 to 17. Uh, and Mr. Trubisky, maybe not so stellar so far. Maybe oh, so I know, stellar. right? Yeah. Um, it says, uh, what? he had a fumble down there, mm-hmm. plus, yeah, that's true, that's true. So, I mean, he, he had one touchdown, but I think his quarterback rating was like 60, it was rough. But and know. one touchdown he had was tipped into the hands of Miller, so, <laughs> so it, it barely made it, it barely made it on that one. Now, Dylan said, excuse me, Dylan says, Tory Smith's home run. Now, then Chris says on, on WBLZ page, he says, the home run celebration was the best with Mike Trout in the stands for the game. So I don't know if that's excuse me if that was the same one, but I do remember seeing the first part of that um that um Tory Smith home run hit. So Chris, you got to let me know if that's the same one. I want to go back and watch that. I didn't know Trout was out there trying to catch the ball. That's pretty cool. Uh Rob says favorite wow, celebration is the other team beating Dallas at the buzzer. Oh, I'll take it. <laughs> <laughs> But like I said, Dallas fans have not. Yep, he said it was the same one. Corey says Eli Manning getting traded to the Jaguars this season. Now we did we talked a little bit about that before the show. I don't know if I'll see if we will see that happen, Jay. But what do you think? I I, I think it would be interesting because it would re- reunite reunite him with Tom Coughlin, mm-hmm. and I think that would take the Jaguars to legitimate contenders. It would big time. It would. I mean, you get the untrained. I mean, and you're you're going to give him three solid receivers. You already got a great running back in Leonard Fournette. It's an easy formula. I think Deion Sanders has started something 
with this one. This is going to be interesting to see what happens. It's going to be very interesting to see what happens in that one. But so, but my opinion is I don't think it will happen. But if the Giants are looking to go ahead and unload on Eli and then start fresh, this would be the time to do it. All right, let's go ahead and get into our fantasy for this week, Jay. Uh, we got uh, some big-time matchups this week. I'm struggling. This is my worst year I've ever had in fantasy, Jay. I just want to throw that out there. I'm actually doing really good. This <laughs> is the worst. I mean, like, across the board, this is the worst year I've ever had in fantasy. And every year, I usually have, like, I'll get, like, 15 teams. I know it sounds like crazy. I don't usually care about all the teams. Half of them I usually care about. But in all yep, the leagues. you know why? What's that? It's because you didn't listen to your partner and draft Kareem. Ah, man, I said I'm sorry. It's gonna be all right, <laughs> you know. But I told you I'm not. I'm. I told you what I'm going to do here. I'm not taking him off my stardom list until he proves otherwise. And there's no way. There's no way. <laughs> I mean, he didn't score a touchdown for the first time since the beginning of the season last week. That's true. That's true. But he still had a great week. I mean, it doesn't. <laughs> yeah, he still had 100 yards, and I think he had 50 receiving yards. So. It's crazy. It's just ridiculous. I mean. He's been an absolute monster. He's been an absolute monster so far this season. And I made mistakes, and I, I'm i dealing with him. <laughs> I'm, I'm dealing with him on a day-to-day -day basis. All right, so let's go ahead and get into this. All right, Jay, top five stardoms for this week. Who are your top five stardoms for this week? All right, well, at quarterback, he's, he's hot. He's hot. He's hot. Deshaun Watson, he's playing the Browns. Mm -hmm. Uh 11, the Browns have given 11 TD passes, and mm -hmm. they're giving up an average of 19 fantasy points already. And, you know, Deshaun has just been lighting it up the last three weeks. He, the Browns defense is not going to stop him. I, I will say this. I, I agree with you 100%. I actually have him as my number two guy this week. Deshaun Watson is just absolutely phenomenal. You know, five touchdowns in one game, four in the other. He's got nine touchdowns in two games. And so, for me... I got to go with Deshaun Watson as well. Okay. Uh, running back, Marshawn Lynch. Ah. Um, the Chargers, Chargers have given up an average of 37 points mm -hmm. over the last two weeks to fantasy running backs. That's crazy. That, that is kind of crazy. I, I'm i going to go on this one. Uh, I'm going to go with uh, Zach Ertz against Carolina. Zach Ertz is quietly having one of the best tight end years in a long time. You know, if you go and look at what he's been able to do uh, for this Philadelphia team, it's absolutely crazy. I, I want to, oh. I, I mean, I got to bring up some of the numbers here because it's, it's absolutely greatness. Carson Wentz has just been amazing, and he, I think Ertz is definitely helping him. He is. I mean, look at what he's doing per game. First game against Washington, eight receptions, 93 yards. Kansas City, five receptions, 97 yards. Eight receptions, 55 yards, and a touchdown against uh, the Giants. And, and uh, the Chargers last week, five receptions, 81 yards. And then against Arizona, he has six receptions, 61 yards, and a touchdown. He's averaging anywhere between, looks like, probably about like 15 to 16 fantasy points a week. And he's no one talks about him. So, I mean, he's probably quietly the best tight end in the league this year. I'm going to go Zach yeah, and, and tight ends are hard to find this year yeah. because, you know, not, there's not one tight end for consistently lighten it up so i mean that's that's interesting uh now chris does have a question he said his big dilemma is at quarterback he said does he roll with Jameis this week or does he go with stafford you know honestly i would go and i'm trying not to be biased because you know i love my buck right. 
But Jameis is playing against the Cardinals, and the only worry they have in that secondary right now is Patrick Peterson. True. And you, he, he can only be on one person. So, you know, he's got Humphreys. He's got Bray. I, I just cannot see how we don't win this game this week, and I think Jameis is going to throw for 300. And, so, and this is a tough one because this week uh, Detroit plays New Orleans, and New Orleans has – Played defensively. Yeah, the New Orleans defense. They've played this better the last two weeks. Been really good, right? They've played better the last two weeks. So I might stick with Jay with this one. I think you go with Jameis, even though if you go with Stafford, there's a, there's a possibility they could fall back uh, to that old team. But with them being in New Orleans, I don't see that happening. So I would tell you to also go with Jameis on that one. Um, other stardom this week, I got Chris Thompson. Um, they're playing against the 49ers this week. We'll be at the game. Uh, Chris Thompson is going to be, uh, he's been great so far this year, but I think he's going to really be a huge part of what Kirk Cousins do, does in this game. Cause Kirk Cousins is, is auditioning on the sneak. Right. I agree. Um, I got Adam Thielen for my wide receiver and I know kind of partial. I know they're playing against your boys, but green Bay's given up 186 yards. Mm. The wide receivers, mm. and that's the fourth team on the road this year. That, that's on, they're on the road average. <laughs> Stephon Diggs or Theline. You can pick either one. <laughs> Even with Case yeah. Keenum in there. Even with Case Keenum in there. Another guy that um, I would toss in, I've already, you already know Kareem Hunt's on my list, but Pierre Garcon. I know you're like, well, you just said, look, Pierre Garcon has had really good weeks. And even though they're 0 and 5, uh, he is obviously, obviously um, Brian Horace's favorite target. And he's been putting up pretty decent numbers. I think he's getting like 15, 16 points a game. He's been really solid on that one. I would tell you, if you got Pierre Garçon, make sure you start him. He would be great. Yeah. And see, uh, you know, one of, I'm getting ahead here, but one of my sleepers is actually uh, George Kittle. Because if he's not throwing to Garçon, he's throwing to Kittle. Yeah, Kittles has been having a good year as well. So he, that's what I say. like, they're putting up numbers. They're putting up numbers, you know. And that's that's right. that's the most interesting part. Now, uh, Corey says, Wentz or Newton, who are you starting this week in this game? Newton. And it's a tough one. I'm going to be honest with you. I think I'm going with Wentz because the way Wentz is playing right now, and I know that I think they're in Carolina, but Wentz has just been playing lights out. And it's kind of hard for me to pick against him on this one. I would tell you go with Wentz, but I'll be honest with you, I don't think you go wrong either way. Um, but if it, I don't know if Fletcher Cox is playing, uh, and if he is, then that would be a little bit of cause for problem there for uh, Cam. But Cam has been playing really well. Funches is starting to come along. That's a tough one. Me personally, I'm going with Wentz. Jay says you go with Cam. Uh, well, the only reason I say that is because if you compare secondary, mm-hmm. um, you know the Eagles secondary against Funches and Benjamin. Mm-hmm. I just see more favorable that way, especially Cam starting to heat up. Right. Hey, Cam Cam starting to look like the MVP candidate from a few years ago. Right. Um, my last two stardom, mm-hmm. Cameron Bray, Arizona's found, or he found the Arizona, Jesus, he found <laughs> the end zone in his last three games. Right. And Arizona's averaging, giving up 29 points a game to tight ends. That's not. That's crazy. And then a uh, defense, you start Atlanta at Miami. I thought about putting that down as as one, but I didn't. I did. I didn't put that down as one. Um, next, uh, Sidums. 
Who who should we sit this week? Big Ben. <laughs> I got him on my list playing too. Kansas. Don't start him, Sean. Playing, <laughs> yeah, playing Kansas City since 2014. Big Ben has averaged 13 points on the road mm-hmm. for fantasy, and especially after last week's performance of five picks and getting destroyed by the Jags, you you, you can't feel safe starting him yet until yeah, he redeems I'm, himself. I, you know, I I think my man Tyrone, uh, my man Ty here, you know, one of our boys at Legacy Maker, he. He made a good point in his article, Tales of the Week, and he said, you know, Big Ben looks like, you know, you go to work and you know somebody's about to retire or, you know, somebody you can you can tell that they're already mentally out the door and they they kind of just, you know, are a little bit carefree. Boom. Yeah, he, he had that look. Yeah, he's got that look, and it, it's a rough deal right now for that guy. It's a rough deal. Yeah, our man Dylan says, uh, Funches or McKinnon for his flex this week. And, um. Oh man, That's I want to say Funches, but he's had he, he he's had ankle problems. I mean, he was on the injury list last week, so I'm gonna say stick with Funches. He's got touchdowns in the last three games. I'm also gonna say uh, go with Funches, and I'm not saying it because he's playing Green Bay, but Green Bay run wise has been pretty good. I mean, they did a pretty good job against Zeke until like the last part of that game last week. So I would tell you on that note, go with Funches. That would be my pick for that one. I think Cam is really starting to develop a relationship with him. He would be a really good pick. Um, Corey says, uh, Clay Matthews or Levante David or Quan Alexander? None of them. You go out, you get Kendall Beckwith, really? linebacker from Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Because mm-hmm. last week in our defensive player position, he got me 28 points. He had 14 tackles, 12 solo. Oh, boy. I'm going to tell you a guy I think you should go after. Um, I I have him on one of my teams. Uh, He plays for San Diego. Last name, Brown, linebacker. In most of these leagues, linebackers is the way to go. You know, go with a linebacker. Go with somebody who's solid. There's a young man. His last name is Brown. My mind is going blank on me right now, but I got him on one of my teams. I think it's Mitchell Brown, but I thought he was injured. He played for me last week. I mean, he was questionable, but he played last week. Um, okay. He, he yeah, he's been really me. good this year. He's so been really yeah, good this year. So I like you, him, too. If you can go slide and get him somewhere, grab him. <laughs> right. Um, um, another sit him, Isaiah Crowell. Oh, yeah. Just because. Huh? Yeah, I'm, I'm agreeing with you. I'm just saying, oh, yeah. Because uh, the Texans have allowed the fifth fewest points to running backs. That's crazy. Even though they got the injuries, uh, I still Zach Cunningham's out there, and so is Clowney. I got, you know, I've been high on Jared Goff the last few weeks, and he didn't play horrible last week. He, I mean, he 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 didn't he wasn't great, but he wasn't horrible. I would tell you if Cooper Cup makes one catch, they win that game. Right, and I would tell you to sit him this week against Jacksonville. I'm going to say this out loud, and I think I said it on Monday. Jacksonville has the number one passing defense in the NFL. Clean your ears one more time. The Jacksonville Jaguars have the number one passing defense in the NFL. That's awesome, Darrell. And, See, and I tell you guys, we don't talk to each other about who we pick. Right. Because my wide receivers to sit on is Sammy Watkins and Cooper Cup. Because <laughs> the same thing you just said. Exactly. Just, just don't start any Rams this week. Maybe Gurley. 
But even then, I'd be like, hey. I, I would say you stick with Gurley because he's been hot. Yeah, Gurley's been having a pretty good job. But I wouldn't start golf or either. And Jay says the receivers. Just be careful on that one. I'll tell you another. I got two receivers for you that you just just don't start them this week. Amari Cooper has been garbage. Don't even think about it. I know they're playing the Chargers. Just don't even think about it. We don't know who's throwing the um, ball to him. I would just don't even worry about it. And then Jarvis Landry. Jarvis Landry has been a major disappointment this year. I picked him up on a few of my teams. Like, oh, yeah, sneak. I don't know if he's got all that stuff on his mind from the cases and all that stuff. Don't start him against Atlanta this week. Plus, he's got Jay Cutler throwing in the ball. Just don't even do it. I was going to say, when Jay Cutler's your quarterback, even Brandon Marshall fuck Ben. I mean, I'm over here trying to get rid of I got On one of my teams, I got two Dolphins receivers. I'm trying to get rid of them suckers. I'm over here trying to sell them. Uh, I know that's wrong. Okay. My last two sit my tight end is Marcellus Bennett. Minnesota are... They play Minnesota. You know, they got great linebackers. But Bennett's only scored one touchdown mm-hmm. in his last nine games. Wow, man. <sighs> and then my defense is the Jets, of course, because they're playing the pass. I would tell you, um, my uh, last sit that I had, well, I had Big Ben in there, so we, we both agreed on that. I didn't even. <laughs> but I would tell you to sit Aaron Jones this week the Packers running back. And and it's not because I don't think he's going to blow up, but they're talking like Montgomery's going to be back. So I don't know if he's going to get that full-blown, you know, treatment that he got last week where he was the number one guy. I would tell you watch but out for he, him. He's done that good. Why would you bench him and not play I, him? I agree with you 100, but I'm just, I, I just got this vibe. I know my Packers. They're going to go right back to Montgomery, and then he may not – He I think he'll get the touches, but I don't think he'll get the same touches. And I, and I don't want right. people to go in there and they get him and they're like, oh, he was great last week and then this week, dud. And I don't think he will be a right. dud per se, but it's just something you have to watch out for. It's just like my Bucks did with Doug Martin averaging 12 yards a carry. Right. And then they bring in Jacquez Rogers for dumb shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jacquez. Oh, man. And then, I know. Right. All right. Sleepers um, or waiver wire pickups. Waiver wire pickups. All right. All right. Uh, Go ahead, ladies first. Oh, you're such a gentleman. <laughs> I would tell you to go ahead and get Joseph Brissett this week. I know our man Rob a few weeks ago, he had picked up Brissett for his fan duel, and he was talking about how you know well he did for him. I would tell you to pick him up this week. Brissett has played sneakily. He's got he he has found a way to get this coach team two wins. And I know it was against the Browns, I know it was against the 49ers, two winless teams. But nevertheless, he got the wins. And Brissett has actually played pretty well. He hasn't played horrible. He hasn't done anything to really lose a team the game. He's really starting to develop as a quarterback. They're playing the Titans team who struggled against Jay Cutler last week. Right. I agree. I like that. It just actually. makes me sad inside. But I will tell you, go with go with Jacoby Brissett. I think he would be a nice Solid waiver wire pickup, especially in a bad week if you just don't have any other options. Plus, they're playing, like I said, they're playing the Titans. I will tell you to go with Brissett. Yeah, now I'm going, and this is this hurts me to say this. Carson Palmer. Arizona's not had a running game. They've been throwing it all over the place. Mm-hmm. And my Buccaneers are giving up an average of 20 points a game to quarterbacks. So. Oh, that hurt. Oh, uh, I know. Another <laughs> one I got for you, and this is surprising to me. He's actually having a pretty good year, and that's Nelson Aguilar for uh, Philadelphia. 
He's only owned in 29% of leagues, and he's he's been having a really good year. I mean, he's become a really good number two wide receiver in fantasy. So if there's a guy that you want to pick up that, that you know, has been making spectacular plays for Carson Wentz, I would tell you look at Nelson Aguilar. He could be a good pickup for you guys. I like that one. I really do. Thank you, Ty. Uh, I got Javarius Allen running back for the Ravens. Mm-hmm. And he's got a good matchup. The Bears have allowed double-digit points to every running back that they played this year. Mm-hmm. I, I I like that one because Allen has had a pretty good year in a sneak. He doesn't have like the touchdowns per se, but he's definitely been really good on every other front. He's running the ball really well for this Ravens team. Uh, just when you thought, well, what are they going to do with the running back position? They found their man. It looks like they found their man. Uh, I'm going to go with Trevor Simeon versus the Giants. The Giants' defense, what we thought was going to be greatness, has not been that. Trevor Simeon is only um, in 28% of leagues. And the thing is, he plays really well at home. If you haven't noticed, Trevor Simeon plays well in Denver. Really well in Denver. So I would tell you, if you want a guy who may sneak one on you this week and pull out three touchdowns, i tell you to go out for Trevor Simeon. Okay, okay. Uh, this one here is going to sound really weird and maybe even a bit, or you know, but if if you need a defense to play and you can't really find, go and get the pass. Just because really? Belichick oh. has always had the Jets number. Mm-hmm. It's Josh McCown. He can't win four games in a row. I don't know, man. He he's been pulling off magic this year. <laughs> Oh, Josh McNeil, man. They say he never, 13-year career, never won back-to-back games as a starter. Never. Wow. I know. Never. And then now this year, he's now won, he's won three. three in a row. He's won three in a row. It's going to snow. It's going to snow somewhere it hasn't before. Like, right. Like Miami. Uh, wide receiver, I got Jaron Brown for the uh, Arizona Cardinals. Uh, just because watching Vernon Hargraves play, you know, in last week's game, I went back and kind of did a lot of, you know, digging. Mm-hmm. Against Hardgrave, Brady threw 180 yards against Hardgrave. Good night. Yeah, uh, I mean, he had blown coverages. He could, he didn't get help when he needed it. And uh, Jaron Brown's been really silent. I know Larry Fitzgerald had a good year, but, you know, Brett Grimes is a great corner. So they're going to be throwing it to other people. I can't be mad at that. Um, my last one is uh, Redskins defense against San Francisco this week. I know, you know, I say good things about, but I, I got I got a good feeling about this Redskins defense. They played pretty decent against uh, Kansas City the week before last. You know, they just couldn't pull it off. But I would think they, they could have a good game this week against San Francisco. So just prepare yourselves for that. I would tell you to go and, and get uh, the Redskins defense this week, even without Josh Norman. He'd be a nice, nice little mystery one. Okay. Well, my last one is tight end, Ryan Griffin. And you're wondering who that is, aren't you, D? I am. <laughs> uh, he is the, he's actually the starting tight end for the Texans. Mm-hmm. And because they're playing the Browns, and um, Career day. It's, a, it's, a, it's a very friendly <laughs> matchup. Uh, you know, the Browns um, in four games this year have had tight ends against them finish in the top 10. That's crazy. 
That's crazy. So Rob says he's picking the Jets this weekend. Jamal Adams is the man. Now, speaking of predictions, we got three minutes left. We're going to go through our list of predictions right now, and we're going to do it as quick as we possibly can so, we guys, so you guys can hear all who we got going, winning this game this week. All right, so Philadelphia versus Carolina. Jay, who you got? I'm going to go uh, Philly just because I hate Carolina. I'm going with Philly, too. Next, Miami Dolphins versus the Atlanta Falcons. Falcons. Same here. Also, next one, we got Baltimore Ravens taking on the Chicago Bears. Ravens. Me too. There's no, it's hard to pick Chicago right now. God bless them. Cleveland Browns versus the Houston Texans. Texans. Next one, Detroit Lions and the new – oh, I got the Texans too. Detroit Lions and the New Orleans Saints. This is an interesting matchup. I'm going to go with the Saints. I want to agree with you, and I am, because I think that Drew Brees, Drew Brees plays really well at home, and I think the guys are starting to turn things around. They started off 0-2 and looked shaky, but they look good right now. Packers versus Vikings. Packers. Same here. Uh, New England <laughs> New England versus the Jets. New England. You know, <laughs> I want to pick the Jets, man. <laughs> I feel like I want then to pick them. You know what? You know, if all you Jets fans out there, you know you're going to lose this week because I'm picking them. I got the New York Jets. I think they pull it <laughs> off. I agree with Rob. <laughs> I, I just ruined your whole week. <laughs> uh, next one, Redskins versus 49ers. You know, I'm going to go with uh, 49ers. Really? I think they finally get a win. Yeah. I'm going to go with the Redskins. I, th- I think this is going to be one of those games that you watch out for Kirk Cousins. This could be a pretty big game. I, this could be a really good breakout game for Terrell Pryor as well. Just watch out for them uh, in this one. Uh, Rams versus Jaguars. Oh, man. See, the Jaguars are still bipolar, um, but I'm going to go with the Jags. You know, I want to pick L.A. in this one, but this, this is a battle of two teams I want to see do well. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I think I'm going to go with the Rams because I want them to stay chased in the West. So this is more of a I want pick more than what I think because Jacksonville still in first place in that division. They're in good shape. The Texans are two and three. The Titans are two and three and the Colts are two and three. So they still have the lead. So in order for them to keep the lead, even if they lose, they'll still have the lead. Uh, Tampa Bay and Arizona. Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay. Uh, Pittsburgh and Kansas City. Kansas City. Kansas City. Los Angeles Chargers. I guess I can say that now. The And the Oakland Raiders. Ooh, Raiders. Steven going to hate me. I said Chargers. Next one, Giants no, okay, and Broncos. Wait, Raiders, Raiders if Carr plays. Okay, okay, I'll give you that. If Carr plays, Raiders. But if he doesn't, oh, shoot, microphone broke. Chargers all day. Uh, next one, Giants and Broncos. Broncos. I got the Broncos, too. They're at home, and they're good at home. The Monday night game, Tennessee Titans versus Indianapolis Colts. I'm gonna go with the Colts, and I agree with you on this one because I th- I think I think Brissett's gonna play well. But if Mariota plays, that's a whole different dream. It's a whole different exactly. dream if Mariota plays. So that, we'll that's see. that's why I made my decision because Mariota's not playing. Exactly, mm-hmm. if Mariota's not playing, then that's a wrap. All right, ladies and gentlemen, thank you guys for tuning in to tonight's show, the Legacy Maker Sports Podcast here on WBLZSports.com and Facebook Live. Love you guys. Thank you guys for tuning in. We'll be back Monday. I know you seem like, God, it's so long away, and I'm so sorry, y'all. It's busy season oh, for us right but now. But what's happening Monday, Darrell? Guess who's going to be on?
That's right, ladies and gentlemen, the return. The return. My man is coming back. Jay will be in studio, ladies and gentlemen, or man cave, whatever way you want to call it, on Monday. Cannot wait to have that happen. Jay, for my man Jay and myself, thank you guys for tuning in. We'll see you guys on Monday, 7 p.m. here on WBLZSports.com and Facebook Live. God bless. Peace.